get your family vehicles ready for summer driving with early Memorial Day deals at Dobbs. Click on GoToDobbs.com for money, saver retire, and service deals today. Dobbs. With 43 locations, real deals are always close by. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Talking everything St. Louis Blues as we head into the Boardwalk Hardwood Floors Blues booth. Boardwalk Hardwood Floors has great floors for every home with locations in West County, South County, St. Charles County, and our new location in Mid-County. And online at BoardwalkHardwood.com. Michelle and Randy with you and joining us. We mentioned before the break that Darren Pang likes to talk all things Ottawa and Ontario. He's with us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Good morning, Panger. How you doing? I'm doing fantastic. How are you guys doing this morning? Everything's great. The Blues and the Senators tonight. How much of a centerpiece are the Senators for that town of Ottawa? Oh, goodness, yeah. I mean, no, no question about it. You know, when I was a kid growing up in Ottawa, um, the only... You know, the only big team we had were the Ottawa 67s. And the 67s are a real prominent figure in the Ontario Hockey League and Major Junior Hockey. I mean, guys like Danny Potvin and Bill Clement in my early days and Blake Dunlop as well, who now lives in St. Louis, and from Doug Wilson to, you know, to Steve Payne to Bobby Smith. Anyway, to go on and on and on, uh, these guys were our heroes growing up. And then, you know, you either like the Montreal Canadiens or you like the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs, basically. And I like the Montreal Canadiens. My dad was a Canadiens fan. And uh, and so I, you know, I opted there in the Ottawa 67s. And now, you know, the, I'm, I'm telling you that Brady Kachuk and 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 all the the young players that they've got, Tim Stutzla, uh, they are they're heroes for the kids there. They're the guys that the kids look up to and want to be. And so I'm really proud of of guys like Brady um, and and Tim. He, he personal on a personal note, uh, my sister has Crohn's, and we've done a lot of money uh, raising money in Ottawa for Crohn's and colitis. And, boy, the first guy that always comes up, I say, hey, Brady, can you help us out with this? You know, you're new in the city. No questions asked. I mean, so they've got a great young group of kids that are really, they've been brought up the right way, and they're doing things really, really well there in Ottawa. And, Panger, we're going to talk to Brady at 9 o'clock. But one of oh, the I thing, love it. Yeah, and one of the things about what you're saying is being the captain of the Ottawa Senators is a big responsibility, and they probably could not have picked a better kid for that. I, I totally agree with you. I would love, listen, I'd love any one of the Kachucks on my team. Any, any time of, any time of day, they, you know, I think the, obviously we know that Chantel and, and, and big Walter are awesome parents. Um, but, uh, you know, even all the stories of what big Walt did in his career, um, whether it be, you know, taking the trainers out for dinner, tipping the trainers at Christmas and the end of the year and make, making sure he influenced the entire team to do things the way you're supposed to do them. And the kids are doing it the same way that dad did. And, uh, it's impressive. So, yeah, if uh, you know, if I'm a scout out there, um, I think looking at that draft, I wonder how did Brady Kachuk go fourth overall, yeah. and what did Matthew go sixth overall? Right. I, I say, I say, I think they had to look a little deeper because I would want both of them on my team any day of the week. 
Well, Panger, the Blues look to get back on things versus the Senators tonight after a tough road trip. Not not a great New York stretch for them. And after the loss to mm-hmm. the Devils on Sunday, Ryan O'Reilly said that the team has to figure out what their identity is. Do you think you know what the identity of the St. Louis Blues team is as we sit here on March 8th? I totally I totally agree with, with, with Ryan. Um, there are some games where I can identify where they're at right away. Uh, you can identify that uh, they've got five men coming into their own zone and they're pushing the pace and they're coming out of their zone and their passing is crisp and their, their execution is phenomenal, Michelle. And, and then there's other teams like, you know, I know that they don't get up for some of the teams that aren't playoff teams, but to me nowadays, that, that's now becoming an excuse. You know, you, there, there's parity in this league. The Ottawa Senators are going to come in tonight and they're going to want to come in here they're sour that they lost in the final seconds of that game in, in, in Vegas. Um, you know, like, we, they, the Blues have got to really start looking at themselves and saying, maybe it's not about the other team, but it's about that we play. It's about how that we identify ourselves. And what, what I have seen is a, a lack of any four-line sustained pressure. That, that used to be the staple and the hallmark of this, of this team, at least this nucleus of players going from the Stanley Cup to now. And that hasn't been the case. So, I like what the GM has done. I like what Doug Armstrong's done, Michelle, and making that change. Let's get Mackenzie McEachern up here. Give him a chance. He's been humbled going down to the minors. Uh, Dakota Joshua has had many chances to assert himself and kind of didn't do it, including the last game. So, if you, you know, if you're not going to do it, the time is now before the trade deadline to figure out exactly what we have on the fourth line, and then maybe things take place from that point on. But um, I, I'd like to see, a, again, another four-line rotation with sustained pressure and an offensive zone attack and and it hasn't been consistent enough and that's uh, that's why you end up losing valuable points to the islanders who played great against the blues and of course the last game a team that's nowhere near the playoffs and yet that's the second time that, that they've uh, they've done that to the Blues and played hard against them. And Panger, one of the things that you say, and, and I live by it, is when the Blues are playing well, all five guys should be on your screen at the same time. And so often this past weekend, we saw the Islanders or the Devils with all five guys playing a really tight team game. But the Blues, even yeah. on the, the winning goal in overtime the other night, when it's a three-man game, you didn't see all three guys on the ice at the same time for the Blues on your screen. No, and... I, I agree with you. And, you know, he, like you, you look at some of the turnovers that the Blues had in the Devils game, and, you know, there's, there's no support. I mean, any structured team, and I'll go back to the New York Islanders game. The New York Islanders played a heavy, big, strong game. They back-checked like crazy. They had four lines going. Their fourth line was all over our D. They hit them. They finished their checks, and they made it difficult for the Blues defensemen. Well, now you got the game in, in New Jersey where you've got a bunch of, you know, almost fast, naive, young young, um, um, you know, forwards, and, uh, and, and as it turns out, they can't get the puck out of their zone and there's no support. And so when that happens, now you've got two defensemen. They're, they're trying to make a play around the boards. There's no play around the boards. And now you've got, uh, an, an, you know, an easy pickoff by the New Jersey Devils. So they made it look like they were the playoff team and the Blues were struggling to get into the playoffs, and that's obviously the opposite. Ping, with all that being says, uh, said, as we get closer to the trade deadline, is there a particular move or player that you think the Blues should be targeting? Um, I, you know, I, I don't think it's a secret that they want to strengthen up the back end. I, I mean, that's, I think that's been well known around the circles. I think it's been, you know, something that, uh, that part of the identity harder, you know, a little bit harder to play against. We've got puck movers. We've got certainly a lot of assets there on the back end, but I think they need to get a, something that's going to add to a little bit of meanness to them. Um, and so I think that would be one area. And, and, you know, if, if between now and, 
the deadline, you know, the fourth line doesn't have an identity. Who knows? Maybe maybe Doug Armstrong looks around and sees some somebody that's out there that's a veteran fourth liner that can get up and down the ice and and still be a part of the future going forward. We've got the fight coming up. If you'd like to participate, you can text in 657-780 with the word fight. Panger, you aren't going to be on the Bally broadcast tonight. You've got TNT. What game do you have for TNT? Yeah, I'm heading to uh, Edmonton. I've got Washington at Edmonton tonight. So uh, Jamie Rivers got the call tonight again. He did a great job against the uh, Devils. And so uh, tough schedule right now uh, around the NHL with COVID and everybody trying to get all the games in so unfortunately i won't be there for tonight's game and what do you think it'll take for the oilers to get to where we all think they should be <laughs> well play like we we're just talking about a five-man unit now you know they're there they were in a 2-1 game against calgary you know their defenseman leads the rush drops the puck back and uh it goes beyond all their forwards and a 2-1-1 the other way ends up being the 3-1 goal so uh, there's just a lot of times where they play some pop gun offense. It's exciting, but it's kind of one-on-one and not hard enough as an entire team. And finally, Panger, before we let you go, when you go away for these games, when you go to Edmonton, when you walk through the door, what's Brucey like? <laughs> yeah, Brucey was sad this morning when I left for sure. <laughs> very, very sad. But then when you, when on you another come note, home. and I, yeah, I know he, I, I can't bring him with me to Edmonton though. <laughs> On another note, listen, I, I know we, we love broadcasts around the NHL, and this is the last season for uh, Pat Foley in Chicago. I'm connecting through Chicago, and I've got a goaltender beside me. I'm going to have a coffee within a second. Murray Bannerman is right beside oh. me right now, and Blues fans remember that call by Pat Foley how many times? Who's a Bannerman? So yep. I'm going to uh, I'm going to enjoy oh. a coffee with my old buddy Muzz right now. Panger, we also remember sitting at the old arena chanting Murray, Murray, remember the Murray chants in St. Louis. Yep. Yeah, he remembers them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hey, enjoy that. Have a great call tonight. Safe travels, and we'll talk to you next week. Okay, thanks a lot, guys. Have a great day. You too. That's Darren Pang joining us on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Grab a 30-day free trial of Live by Live Plus and you'll get unlimited skips, commercial-free music, and all of the podcasts and live streaming events you can handle. Visit livexlive.com slash podcast1 to learn more and start your free trial.